Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome back to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the most spectacular, believe me, the most excellent podcast on the internet. In fact, we're just making podcasting excellent. We're making it great again, believe me. Uh, this is your co-host, Steve Cypress, along with Everett Farnell. Steve, I, I got to tell you, not only are we making podcasting great again, but it is amazing being an entrepreneur. I, uh, uh, I, I don't know if you could hear or not, but there's a little water in the background right as you were doing the introduction. I'm sitting on my back uh, uh, on my backyard, my huge sprawling backyard in beautiful horse country, uh, uh, horse capital of the world, Ocala, Florida, um, tending to our frog pond, my children inside uh, in the air conditioning because they're, they're children and uh, don't like to be hot. I guess. And everybody else in the world is out working somewhere, doing something else, slaving away to make their bosses rich. But our list, us and our listeners, we control our time. And that makes us the best. That makes us the greatest. We're the ones who move the world, who move the, uh, 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 move the, the wheel of the world. So I'm sorry, I just hit me a little bit. I wanted, to, I, I wanted to get it off my chest to say how great entrepreneurialism is and how great entrepreneurs are and just recognize that, that it's our listeners who are the ones who are changing the world. We, we enjoy Donald Trump. We learn a lot from Donald Trump. We, we like to watch politics because uh, it really is like the Jerry Springer show out of Washington with, uh, with nuclear armament. However, um, it's not them that changes the world. It's not them that keeps the world moving. It's not them that improves lives or creates economies or fixes the world. It's us, meaning, meaning you, me, and more importantly, our listeners all around the globe. So sorry, I little uh, little diatribe there. I hope you don't mind. I love it, and I couldn't have said it better myself. And actually, it's uh, kind of part of what this the topic is of this week's episode. We're talking about uh, become a part of your community, become kind of a pillar of your community will help you in your business. First of all, it's just the right thing to do. It makes you feel good. But second of all, it's great for your business. So what you see Donald Trump doing is, uh, you know, as we're recording this just recently, in the past couple of weeks was this unbelievably crazy catastrophe in Louisiana. I mean, what, flooded out like 100,000? I'll think about it. They just say it, and they go, oh, 100,000. 100,000 homes. I mean, even if there's an average only three people in each one, that's 300,000 people displaced. Without a I home. Mean, uh, and you just see the, the, the aerial photos are just, uh, the videos are so disturbing, like mud is eight feet high in these homes, and uh, unbelievable. But see, what happened was Trump became part of that community he went down there and he you know you know had a photo op strategically uh, brought in an 18 wheeler full of emergency supplies and then stood right behind it with his vice president right next to him manually helping to unload stuff off the back of the truck in his suit which was for probably for 32 seconds to get the photos and the videos and the whatever and look what he's doing and that's our suggestion for you dear listeners a small business owner are you being a helpful pillar of your 
your community, especially, as in Trump's case, to capitalize on if your competitors are not. So you don't have to wait for a major catastrophe. We're not saying that. We're not saying, oh, I can hear it now. Ever People are clicking off all around the country listening. They're going, yeah, well, but there's no flood in my t- area, so I'm not listening to this episode. You know, yeah, that's, well, I, the, I can't a hurricane didn't hit wheeler. yesterday, so, you know, this had nothing to do with me. Uh, you don't have to wait for a major catastrophe. We're saying go out and, you know, be known to give a free clinic at halftime at a local high school football game. Uh, you know, if they ask for it, it's, it's offer an internship to high school students. Go give free seminars uh, around town. Go to senior centers and just teach them something. Like, uh, you know, go if they're building a new park, go volunteer to help dig holes and shovel dirt in the park and be seen as a pillar of the community. Join your chamber of commerce and be active and all that kind of good stuff. Again, especially if your competitor is not. I mean, look, at uh, amazingly, Obama and uh, Hillary stubbornly, practically, I mean, refusing to do the right thing and, like, use that. It showed that, like, they actually care and they're a part of that community. That just, um, did, did that not amaze you, Everett? Well, it, it, yeah, it was, a, it was ridiculous that they wouldn't go down there and barely said two words about it with a catas- with a catastrophe as huge as it was. And, you know, and then when, when Trump, but here, here's, here's what I found interesting about it. And, and I think it's smart that Trump went down there. And I agree 100% that, uh, that small business owners should be part of their community. Um, if for no other reason, if for no other reason at all, um, then there's two. Number one, your community is who supports you. And if you're going to be doing business in your community and with your community, you ought to be part of it. And number two, it will bring you more business in the long run. It is a legitimate and significant strategy to get more business in the long run. That said, I uh, what I found was interesting was how Trump forced the, the president to go down and give a speech. You know, he forced the visit, uh, not because he, Trump didn't have to say anything. He showed up and sucked all the oxygen out of the room. And it was obvious that the, the fact that Obama and that Hillary were not there was obvious. Um, and that's what happens, especially, as you said, Steve, if you're not, uh, if your uh, com- competitors are not part of the community, are not active in the community, it becomes obvious that you are and they are, uh, you know, they're, the fact that they're not, you don't have to say they're not. You know, their absence, uh, they're, they are conspicuous by their absence, as, as they say. It becomes obvious that they don't care about the community and that you do care about the community, and that is powerful. Well, especially in this case, because the Obama-Hillary uh, side of things that made such a big issue, like 10, 15 years ago, when... George Bush didn't go down. It took him three days to go down to the same state, actually, uh, I don't right. know, a couple hundred miles away or whatever, with Katrina in New Orleans. They, oh. uh, the, the, the media and the, all the all the left sided of everything, all the liberal side of everything, made such a big stink that oh, what a delay, three days. But this one, like Obama, might never have gone down if Trump did. I mean, he just he went on vacation. It was even worse. He went on vacation. Yeah, he was on and vacation. No attention. And like exactly. you said, didn't even make a statement. I mean, totally crazy. Don't do uh, that. You know, it, it leave leave it to the friends to build a bunch of cities below sea level, but uh, that's another issue. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, uh, you know, but now it's a part of America. It's been uh, 104 years, Everett. Like, uh, it's America now. Yeah, well, but they still build, the French still built it. Uh, you don't expect me to blame that on America, do you? Uh, you don't expect me to, to blame it on Americans. What's wrong with you? How un-American are you? I blame Jefferson. Didn't Jefferson <laughs> do Louisiana Purchase? It's his fault. It's Jefferson's <laughs> fault. Heck, if everything is Bush's fault, clearly this is Jefferson's fault. Yeah. There's mud well, you know. in the houses. The, um, but I digress. Yes, we the digress. bottom line is be a 
a part of your community. There's many ways a small business owner to do that. And please don't make the mistake of waiting till your competitor does because first in line in this instance can, like you say, suck all the oxygen out of the room, get all the attention, and then when the next one comes along, so if you have a competitor, let's say you already, and there's already there's a dentist in your town who's always given a free clinic at the school, teaching kids how to brush their teeth. He's always showing up at the uh, chamber meetings and giving a free talk on how to whatever. He says uh, anyone, uh, any kids uh, can come over the week of graduation and get a free teeth cleaning. And he's always doing things for the community and putting these videos on YouTube about it. And then he's saying, you know, I will donate $5 out of every... Uh, you know, every dollar I bring in this month to the local women's shelter or whatever, and he's doing all this community stuff, and then he gets a big picture taken with a big oversized check and handing it to the person. He's ribbon-cutting on the thing or whatever. And then you decide, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that too. Yeah, you're seen like Obama going down after Trump already did. Where were you? Exactly. Yeah, where were you? Right, exactly. And and you know what's funny is that, you know, that 80% of our listeners right now, 80% of them are saying, well, that's not real charity. They're really not helping anybody. They're just putting on a show. That's classless. That's unseemly. Oh, I don't like the way that that's that, you know, they're, they're just looking for a photo op, right? There's 80% of the people are, 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 are mean mouth and the people who do everything that you've just said. Um, and, and the, because they're yeah, doing well, even it if they are, but it, the results still are results. Even no matter exactly. why Trump did it, there's a truckload of stuff that people got. Exactly. And, and second of all, and, I, I'd have to disagree with those people that the optics do matter that the fact that somebody brought all that attention and showed that they were doing that I believe it probably had I I believe that you would have seen I didn't look at it and maybe I could be wrong but I'll bet that Red Cross donations went up right after that I bet all kinds of donations spiked because of all that attention that Donald Trump brought and you can do the same thing in your community I, I agree with you wholeheartedly what I'm saying is that people have got to get over the idea that there's something wrong with doing the press the press conference with a big check and handing it to the charity the charities love it they don't care they're happy to give yeah, oh, well, I really hope you. I, okay, hear what you're saying, but I get no wonder I don't understand. I hope people don't think that's wrong. I have a client who we always, he's always doing, it's an auto repair shop, and he's always saying, you know, $5 out of every oil change goes to this, goes to that. A, a, a month and probably two weeks doesn't go by where he doesn't have photos on with a big check and another smiling person taking it for their local whatever that he's giving money from something because he gives money out of every oil change, out of every this. On Veterans Day, all veterans can come in and get a free oil change. I mean, he does all this kind of stuff all the time, and it behooves all small business owners to do that kind of stuff. Here's here's some Absolutely. of the uh, advantages that has. Okay, First of all, people have goodwill and good feelings about him. Look at all the good stuff he's doing. Second of all, all of those different people he just touched, I mean, so the, the 15 staff members of that local women's shelter, where do you think they're going to take their car next time it needs to be fixed? The veterans, after they come in for their free oil change, now many, maybe for the first time, say, oh, now I know where that place is. Oh, they were so nice. Oh, or whatever. Where are they going again and again and again? Family bringing all their cars. He's getting into the, the public eye. He's bringing all the attention and then here's the crowning thing in his county there is a newspaper that does and this happens all over the country they have the readers poll every year of who's the best auto repair shop he has won that for i think it's now six years in a row every and that single matters. time the voting is open i see his email goes out the facebook the twitter the whatever like hey the voting's open please vote for us 
and he wins year after year. So he has hanging up in his office six plaques. Would you like one of them? Even the second one was like, holy cremola, you got it again, that's awesome. The third, the fourth, the fixed, the sixth. Six times in a row he's won for best uh, auto repair shop, best oil change in the county, best whatever they can give him in the county. So this has to result in tremendous, tremendous bottom line results for him. And again, if you really believe that you provide an excellent product or service and you really help people, then he's really helping people a lot by having them use him instead of one of the other auto repair shops, which by definition is not as good as his. Absolutely. And every all small business owner ought to do that. Absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I, I love the, that stuff matters, right? So that was one of the mistakes that I used to make is that I never thought that mattered much. Like I always say, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. What do they got? Like 1% of the people read that newspaper in the county. Nobody gives a shit. But it, it, but it does matter. It's powerful. And it's, uh, uh, you know, just like putting a... Uh, you know, just like putting a picture up of you with, uh, you know, of you with a uh, with a celebrity matters. It makes a difference. Uh, just like, uh, I mean, I mean, all the stuff that, uh, uh, you know, all the stuff you can do. Um, sure, that matters, uh, but this you know, matters a lot so, more. This matters well, a no, lot No, no, I more. agree with it's you. just an optic. This matters because it's just the right thing to do. Makes you feel yeah, you're, good. Yeah, you're, your you're employees. helping people. Your employees also, we didn't mention, your employees now feel that they're working in a good place. Mm-hmm. because they feel good when they walk around or go to their church or talk to their family, say, where do you work? They work at such and such a place. Oh, that's the place that's always donating to whatever or giving to this. They feel good about it. They're going to stay right. with you longer. I mean, there is nothing bad about doing this and everything right. good. I'll yeah. aim on your competitors for being slow to get down there and show up and do things and good for you to be the one to do it first. That's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.